0: back to the Anime Summit newscast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sanda bomb, And it is Super Bowl Sunday. Well, when you listen to this. When you listen to this, it won't be Super Bowl Sunday. But, you know, congratulations to the, to the LA Rams. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. I don't know anything about football, so I don't know who the you know, like who the coach or a QB or you know, pinch runner is or any of that shit. But anyway, shout out to the LA Rams. Hope you guys had a safe Super Bowl party. And, uh, how's that hangover, hang? Hey? Anyway, I hope you guys are listening to the newscast with that hangover. Uh, do this. This is not wasting time. Let's just jump into it. I got non-anime news and nerdy stuff. A bunch of nerdy stuff. And and then, um, uh, anime news, like always. So let's just jump into it. Links.animeSemit.net. Just go there. And that's where you find all the Anime Summit goodness. And I will tell you, it's like, my favorite link, you'd think it'd be the Patreon link. Which it is, it's one of my favorites, but my actually absolute favorite link on there is uh, the Discord, because you can come in there, talk to us, hang out with me, Nick, and Danny, and Quokka, and uh, the mods are cool. There's just a nice community in there. If you do happen to become a patron, though, um, there is a patron channel in there where, you know, I put exclusive stuff and stuff, and then I also upload uh exclusive podcast and solo cast of the patreon page which i just uploaded a few of them this past week so get on it okay and for those of you who are current patrons thank you so much it means it means the world thank you so so much so let's just jump into it uh sort of video game news and then i got some movie news because when when the super bowl rolls around you know that's a, a big a big moment for like you know production companies and movie companies to be like okay we got to re- we got to reveal the trailer here because, uh, you know, 50 million bajillion people watching the Super Bowl right now. But, yeah. Uh, and, you know, whenever there's a new indie game on the horizon, I like to mention it. Because I'm like, yo, this looks really cool. And there's this game coming out called Infernax, which is a Metroidvania-style game. And it's it kind of looks, like, the look of it actually does look like um Castlevania. Like classic Castlevania with like health and mana. There's a little boss meter on the right side um, when you hit a boss. It actually looks super Castlevania-y. Probably the most like Castlevania if it looks like anything at all. But of course, you know I'm a fan of pixel retro graphics and things like that. But yeah, it looks really cool. I definitely recommend checking it out. I definitely will probably be playing it. Maybe not because my Steam backlog is super huge. But we'll see. Dude, okay, tell me about this Lost Ark MMORPG game, okay? Tell me about this. Okay, I've been seeing people talk about it on the Discord. And it looks super cool. Who did this? Who did this game? Who did this? It looks really nice. Um, it kind of looks Diablo-esque, right? Um, there's weekend streams and review impressions out already on all the major nerd sites. Um... It looks really cool, so I don't know. Let me know. Let me know what that game is all about. Uh, Pokemon TCG Sword and Shield Brilliant Stars had recently came out, and a lot of (laughs) cool cards to come out of this set. I think this is one of the first sets. I think this is the first set where we get V-Stars, V-Star Pokemon, which are uh, like V-Maxes, but you put them on top of your Pokemon V instead of a V max, you put a V star instead. So there's a Charizard V star where its first attack is three energy, two fire, one colorless, Um, 130 damage, explosive fire. If this damage, if this Pokemon has any damage counters on it, it does 100 more. So it's like, if there's a damage counter on it, 230. Pretty cool. And then Star Blaze, which is the V star power, which you can only use once a game. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like an EX or GX Pokemon. Um, Discard two energy from this Pokemon. Um, and that's all it is. It's four energies, three, three fire, one colorless, uh, 320 damage. So that could one shot a lot of people, one shot, a lot of things. That's pretty cool. Um, but of course, you know, when you do those kinds of big attacks with no drawback, uh, with little to no drawback, it always will cost you a bunch. So then there's like the secret art cards, the Flareon with like the, it looks like blue or Gary. Well, some people will know him as Gary with Flareon. really cool. I like the Pikachu V, the full art Pikachu V. Just a straight up Pikachu on a card looks great. Uh, 190 HP, 100 plus damage. You can discard all the energy from this Pokemon. Lightning energy, and if it does, you do 120 more, so it's 220. Pretty cool. Uh, I think some people are going to come up with some like recycling electric energies to get them on there so you can do it every time, of course, because that's how Pokemon works, and it's great. Uh, Disgaea 6 complete launches on PlayStation consoles and PC this summer. Uh, this is the this is the Disgaea where the main character you play is a zombie. Um, and when there's like a season pass where you get extra characters from the other five games in it. So definitely check that out if you're a Disgaea fan. I have not played a Disgaea game since like two. Um, I think I played, well, I played four, I think, at a friend's house. But like, I don't even remember it that much. But I do know what happens in most of them. <laughs> Uh, but I do love guy is Disgaea. great. Uh, Nintendo hacker sentenced to over three years in prison. The dude's name was Gary Bowser, believe it or not. It was pretty funny. He's been sentenced to 40 months in prison after he pled guilty to piracy charges. <clears throat> now, you may be thinking, oh, Nintendo being Nintendo, they're going to fucking go after anybody who, like, does this or does that. Um, which is, like, it's kind of true, yes. But at the same time, what this guy was doing was he was... Uh, part of this group called Team Executor and their tech allowed consoles such as the Switch, 3DS, NES Classic PlayStation Classic and Xbox to run pirated games um, but like unlike most other you know, coders and engineers and um, hackers and things like that these guys were like charging for it so like they were charging for the tech like you had to buy it you know what I mean And no, this is not the same thing at all as, like, buying one of those, um, you know, those MU carts where you can load it up with with emulators and stuff, with, like, you know, ROMs and stuff. That's definitely not the same thing, um, because that you're buying a piece of tech to run games on, whereas this they were were charging for you to play things. You know what I mean? And it's like, that doesn't make sense the way I'm explaining it. I'm explaining it kind of bad. But anyway, I would definitely look into it. Um, at the same time, it's kind of like when you want to share the love of something, why would you charge for it? You know what I mean? It's kind of stupid. Um, but yeah, they got caught him and the two other people. Um, here's another indie game that I think looks really cool. It's kind of Metroidvania, kind of like souls like, but it's side scrolling 2d assault and sacrifice and there's going to be PVP in it. So it looks super sweet. Check that out. Uh, master splinter shows how it's done in TMNT shredders, revenge trailer. Yeah. We finally got another trailer for this game. I wish they would just release the game and not give us a bunch of trailers, but of course they had to drop a trailer because now you can play Mez Master Splinter on top of already playing as the Four Turtles in April, which is super cool. I can't wait for that game. It looks super sweet. Definitely sweet. Um, <clears throat> Clonoa Fantasy Reverie series. This is Clonoa uh, remasters of Clonoa 1 and 2 coming to the Switch. I have not played, like, if I've ever played a Clonoa game, it was probably like at a Walmart at, in the little video game section where you could play demos. I've never played, a, like, a Clone Wars game. The one I did play was I borrowed a friend's copy of the Game Boy Advance one, and that one was kind of, like, it was kind of, like, Sonic, you know? It was kind of, like, 2D side-scroll with sprites and everything. Um, that was really fun. But, yeah, dude, uh, I've never played, like, the original, the original 2. Uh, this one, I have played one of these. Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings hit Switch today. Um... This Nintendo Direct that we got was super cool, and we'll be talking about the other games coming to it. Um, but this this is the... If you have Nintendo Switch Online, Earthbound will be available uh, in the SNES collection, and then Earthbound Beginnings to the NES collection. Um, Earthbound is, in Japan, is called Mother, and technically Earthbound on Super Nintendo is Mother 2, where the first the first one was just called mother was on Nintendo. And the main character's name was Ninten. And, um, so earthbound beginnings is like the American title for that. They gave it for, you know, releasing it in the West purposes kind of thing. But like, it's really weird because like, it's a different story still. It's a completely different story, but like the characters seem the same, which is kind of weird, but I've played earthbound. If you've never played earthbound before, if you've played undertale, I've never played earthbound. You're doing yourself a disservice because Undertale is like one of the biggest inspirations. One of the biggest inspirations for Undertale was Earthbound. Um, I've played the, I've played Earthbound on Super Nintendo. It's like one of the greatest games ever. Um, I, I think it's one of the greatest RPGs ever and changed my mind. You're a bitch. Super Famicom JRPG Live Alive makes its Western debut in July. I'm so excited for this because there are ROMs that exist of this, but, they don't work properly and um, they don't work properly. And the ones that do work properly are in Japanese. So like the modded English ones just don't work all the way. They don't work all the way properly, but it was a JRPG by square and it was really fucking cool. And it's getting kind of, it's not even just like, it's not even just like a port. This is like a, an HD 2d like remaster. So like, they're changing the map so they're 3D, and then the sprites are going to stay the same. It's going to kind of look kind of like Octopath Traveler, and it's very cool. And so Live Alive, basically the, the the point is, is you pick a hero in the beginning, and then you do their story in a RPG, JRPG fashion. Each one kind of has a different way of doing things, and it's really fucking cool. It's really sweet. Um, the... <laughs> the one like version I did get to play like only two of the characters worked and I couldn't play the rest of it. So I don't know, you know, this, I'm very excited for this. I will very much be buying this. That's coming out in July. Um, but yeah, a new triangle strategy demo hits today. This is that new game by the same devs as Octopath Traveler called triangle strategy. And you can play the demo now and any progress you make, you can bring it over to when the game comes out. So that's pretty sweet. Also, what we're com- coming to the Switch, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition. This is a remaster port of Chrono Cross, the sequel to Chrono Trigger, and it comes with the text-based RPG game that serves as a prequel, the Radical Dreamers, which never came to the West, um, but it's coming to this version, so that is super sweet. We also got a new trailer for Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and they we saw Kirby swallow a car, and, of course, people are memeing the shit out of it already, and it's perfect. Kirby swallowing a car is everything right now. I think it's hilarious. Uh, let's see. I got to bring this window over here. Final Fantasy VI picks the remaster. Uh, you know, I've, I've talked about Final Fantasy VI enough and how it's my favorite, blah, blah, blah. But we have a date, release date of February 23rd. So just bringing that up again to to remind you, February 23rd. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Switch JRPG. Finally getting a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 that everyone has been asking for for a long time. I haven't ever played any of the Xenoblade games, but I heard they're fantastic. I definitely should cop, for sure. And we also got Fire Emblem Warriors, the Three Hopes action game. So this is kind of like um, Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, um, if you've ever played those games, kind of hack and slash big armies with really cool heroes kind of thing. This could be really fucking cool if you're definitely into like the Fire Emblem lore and stuff like that. Um, you can play Edelgard, Dimitri, Claude, and other heroes. I think I see Lucina in there. That might be her. I don't know. There's a couple characters that look like her. But, I mean, very sweet. If you're into Dynasty Warriors, hack and slash games are really fun. Splatoon 3 Game trailer previews Salmon Run and reveals Summer Release. There is, uh, this, this, like, thing that comes in it called the Salmon Run. Um, the game centers on Inklings, who are beings, can transform into human and squid form. Um... Yeah, the Salmon Run game mode is it's, it's a new game mode in Splatoon 3. So, definitely check that out. And uh, let's see. Oh, I said that already. Oh, and then also Nintendo unveils Nintendo Switch Sports game, which is the sequel to Wii Sports. Um, but this is just called N- Nintendo Switch Sports. Um, so, the thing about this is, obviously, you cannot play this on the light, on the Switch Lite, right? You have to play it on the the OG Switch or the OED version with the Joy-Cons, because that's what's going to do your motion shit, right? Um, So I I happen to have an OG Switch, so I'm not worried about it. You know, I can just put my account on there and play it, but yeah, I'm very excited for that. Wii Sports games are super fun. So, also, Mario Strikers Battle League. If you've never played a Mario Strikers game, it's the soccer version of Mario. Oh god, super fun. Super fun. And of course, Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot uh, we finally got a release date as after it's been delayed a few times. April 8th is when it's coming out. So a few months from now. A couple, couple months, actually. And I got some trailers, some new movie trailers. Just watched the trailer for Nope, which is K- Jordan Peele's latest um, horror movie starring Daniel Kalia, K.K. Palmer, and Steven Yun. Very excited for that. Um, for it looks really cool. The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power trailer came out as well a lot of people hated it because they said that none of the races of characters look like how they're supposed to the alvin characters don't look how they're supposed to and the hobbits don't look like i don't know everyone's always going to complain about stuff i however am just excited to see what it's all about so and we finally got a full trailer and a super bowl tv spot for dr strange and the multiverse of madness whoa lottie Whoa, Lordy. That looks amazing. That looks really fucking cool. If, if Shang-Chi and Spider-Man No Way Home hasn't revived your, your, you know, excitement for the MCU already, that definitely looks like it will. Um, and then we got a new second trailer, which is, which is more of a teaser, 30 second teaser for the second Sonic movie. And the only reason I bring it up again is because this teaser showed more stuff. And showed more like things from the video game. It showed like the Chaos Island with all the em- with the emerald in the middle. It showed more Knuckles being Knuckles, and it also showed the 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 big Eggman robot, the giant Egg Robo that you fight at the end of Sonic three Sonic three and Knuckles, or end of Sonic and Knuckles, depending on how you do the game, or at the end of Sonic two. Technically, is there's a giant Egg Robo in that one too. So that is really exciting. I mean, I really think we're hitting a a turning point with video game movies. So that's really cool. And then I also just wanted to bring this up because it's off obviously it's award season, the Oscars are coming up. Kevin Smith outraged over Spider Man No Way Home, Oscar Snub. Um he said on a podcast, What the fuck? the Clerk Trader said on a recent episode of his Fat Man Beyond podcast. They got ten slots. They can't give one to the biggest fucking movie of like the last three years. Um, it was, it was nominated, but not for best picture. It was nominated for best visual effects. Um, and here's, this is exactly why. And it's funny cause I've talked about the Oscars often enough on this podcast and on this newscast. Mostly I've talked about it often enough and how it's fake news and all that shit. Right? No, here's, here's, here's the thing here's and here's why. And I've been jaded about the Oscars since the first one I ever watched as a kid, which I was like 11 or 12 years old. And it just was on, you know. We were all kind of going to bed early. I remember this night like it was yesterday, okay? Because the Oscars run from like, you know, seven p.m. to like eleven or whatever, or eight to eleven or something like that, and or at least back then it did. And you know, we all kind of went to bed, and I'm I'm just scrolling through channels because we all had TVs in our room. I'm going to bed, okay, and. We're watching. I'm watching TV. I'm watching whatever cartoon was on at the time. Something on Disney Channel, probably, maybe. I don't know. And then there's the Oscars, and I'm like, oh, cool, there's stuff about movies in here? Sweet. I like movies. And I had seen a few of the films that were on that year, and I think it was Gladiator, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, of course, some others. And... I, this is how I knew it was kind of bogus, that Gladiator won Best Picture over Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's how you know it was bogus. And you might come and become an Emmy and say, Sam, Gladiator a great movie. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is a, is a, just a kung fu movie. No, it's not. It's not. It's not just a kung fu movie. That movie was an adaptation of one of the novels in a series of novels, of wuja novels, that are renowned in China. It's one of the greatest Wuja stories and sagas ever told, and uh, this guy had the the balls. Ang Lee had the balls to like adapt one of them, and that's what he did. And I, in my opinion, Gladiator, like, okay, we've gotten we've, we've we've seen enough stories of gladiators fighting each other in a coliseum, Greece this, Romans this, whatever. Okay, we had enough of them movies. We had a shit ton of them, okay. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was one of the first biggest, like, mainstream Wuja films to come to the states the way it did, and it brought kung fu movies and Wuja films to the forefront, to like the mainstream where people could see a really great story on the, with Wuja as the backdrop, and it got snubbed for another fucking gladiator Romans fighting each other movie. Joaquin Phoenix, thumb up my butt, whatever. That's how you know, that's how I knew the Oscars were bogus. Ever since I was a kid, that's how I knew they were bogus. Every fucking year I know less and less and less movies that are on that shit. You're honestly telling me that Don't Look Up on Netflix was better than No Way Home? You gotta be kidding me. No Way Home and Scream 5, those two movies by themselves, destroyed records. And for me, it's not about the biopic of davis johnson the inventor of compressed air cans like those movies are not it those are not what it's about the oscars should be about the movies that were the most successful there's no anime films there's no mcu films which we all know spider-man no way home was the shit and you might be saying well son that's the only fucking movie you've seen this year doesn't matter doesn't fucking matter and and that's not true in kanto I've also seen Encanto, and in my opinion, Encanto should have been nominated for Best Film. You never get an animated film on the Best Film category for multiple reasons. Well, they have their own category. It doesn't fucking matter. What matters is what makes the most money, what's the most popular, what are all the great reviewers on YouTube and TikTok saying, not Ebert and Roper and all those fucking magazine New York Times critics. The opinions that I care about the most are the nerdy YouTubers, the nerdy content creators, The nerdy content creators on TikTok, those are the ones I care about because they actually are average nerds, given their fresh opinion. They're the people who, the people on YouTube who review Mortal Kombat, you know, most of them are fans of the game. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's other nerds that I would hang out with and talk nerdy shit with that are reviewing this shit. And those are the, those are the opinions that I believe. I believe the opinions of Nick, Danny... Trisha, you know, our patrons, I believe those, those opinions. I'm not going to listen to the opinion of some fancy political committee, film committee, or Ebert and Robert Johnson, whatever the fuck his name is. So that's how you know the Oscars are fake, okay? And I know a lot of people feel the same about the anime awards. Crunchyroll is definitely becoming that big kind of committee where they just are like, oh yeah, this, 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 and this. Like, I get that attack on Titan one for a reason. I get that. But it just snubs so much so many other great shows that have great production value, great voice acting, great animation, and it's just there's too much anime to get recognized in my opinion. And obviously they're gonna go by the views and go by what's popular and everything like that. But I don't know. It's just it's just really weird. It's just really weird. So that being said, let's get on. Let's get on with it. Let's get out of here. Before I start flaming, before I start flaming y'all and getting mad at y'all for no reason, uh, let's go into the anime news. Uh, Nanaki Nanao's fantasy manga Hulk gets an anime. Uh, the manga is set in the world after the Demon King has been overthrown. The Mario of the four Heavenly Imperial Rulers has been hastily put in charge of the tournament in the Demon Realm to determine the next Demon King. She finds out that a human warrior named Hulk is somehow competing in the tournament. Hulk proclaims that he hates other humans, but Vimirio simply can't believe him. So yeah, there's that. That looks really cool. That's getting an anime. Dual Prince's game gets PC release on select platforms. I don't know why this wasn't in the game news. But this looks like a really uh, really cool game. Uh, it's, it's just like a 2D fighter. Anime fighter. And you got, uh, it's like waifus, man. It's like, so like waifu waifu fighting. Um, but yeah. Oh, no. It's an RPG. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the wrong thing, y'all. This is like one of those uh, waifu, and you got cards. It's like it's, it's got its own battle system, but there's like cards, and you have like an army, and you fight bitches. But it's waifu shit, and everybody loves waifu shit. Uh, Lockdown Zone, level X manga listed as ending in volume three. So if you're reading Lockdown Zone level X, it's ending in volume three. Uh, Pokemon's collaboration short with Daniel Arsham streamed with English subtitles. Uh, the six-minute short follows uh, Ash and Pikachu as a bright light transports them to a strange place. Aside from the animated short, the collaboration includes five art exibi- exhibitions in Tokyo in February. Pokemon anime series director Kunihiko Uyama directed the short and collaborated with Arsham on the project. Um, yeah, Daniel Arsham, I don't really know who that is, and I apologize. Oh, they're an artist. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, they said that they were. But, so it looks like they do... They're a contemporary artist based in New York City. That's really cool that they did a a collab. Oh, they do all these really, they do all like these paper and clay sculptures. Holy shit. That's really cool. That is really sweet. That is really cool. Look up Daniel Arsham. That's really sweet. I like that. I'll have to give that short a watch. They announced the second season for Jujutsu Kaisen. I knew they were going to. Why wouldn't they? It's Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. If you haven't seen Jujutsu Kaisen, you're probably a hipster who eats their steak well done with ketchup. Uh, Kaito Queen was Serkis uh finally, We get another second teaser. This is coming out, I believe. Uh, this is an adaptation of a children's novel. And I believe this is coming out in spring. This is the one I told you about with that genderless pirate queen person. Very cool. Um, but yeah, that should be coming out in springtime. Uh, the Peggies, one of the coolest Japanese rock bands ever, perform in the heart of Konoichi Subaki. This is that uh, Ninja Lolly uh anime that I told you told you about Nick's probably going to be all about it but yeah it looks cute either way plus the main character has a five head so Nick's all about that five head lollies there you go Nick Deadpool samurai artist Hikaru Uesugi Uesugi recruits assistants for a new manga he has not stated if that's going to be a new Deadpool manga or just a new manga but if you haven't read the Deadpool manga you definitely should Rengoku from Demon Slayer donates 100,000 yen to Saitama's Fujimi City Hall. Obviously, it's not really Rengoku, but somebody, some good Samaritan, um, donated 100,000 yen, which is about $800 and a half dollars, $860, uh, to the Fujimi City Hall under the moniker Kyojuro Rengoku. City staff announced on February 9th that the cash was dropped off in an envelope in a municipal building's comment box. The patron wrote on the outside of the envelope, please use for the good of the people. That is pretty sweet. Anonymous <laughs> donation. They signed it as Rengoku. That is really cool. That is super cool. It definitely makes me want to do something like that. I'm totally doing it. Uh, G kids. And actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for the end because that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, that too. That is a big thing at the end. I'm going to save that for black rock shooter, Dawnfall anime, new video unveil story, <clears throat> more cast, April 3rd debut. I love black rock shooter. So fucking much. If you've never watched or seen anything Black Rock Shooter, you should. Because it's amazing. Uh, Black Rock has a new look. Dead Master has a new look. Strength has a new look. It looks amazing. Very excited to see that. I love Black Rock Shooter. If you've never seen the eight episode anime, you should. And the OVA as well. The OVA is also great. Um, but Yes. Um, My Hero Ultra Impact game launches for iOS and Android. This is that, um, I think this is that uh, quick-based hero battle RPG free-to-play uh, with in-game purchases. This isn't the, oops, sorry. This isn't the, I don't think this is the, oh, no, this is like an RPG kind of turn-based, kind of like that Marvel Heroes one. I was thinking it was that uh, Battle Royale one, but it's not. That, the Battle Royale one, looks super cool. Uh, dude, we're getting a remake of Bastard. If you've never heard of Bastard, it's this manga that's been going on for like, actually, I don't even know if it's still going on. I think it finished, but, uh, actually, you know what? Let me look it up real quick. But the original manga was, uh, I believe, oh, it's 27 volumes. Okay. It's not still going. It went on until 2010, but it's on hiatus. It was in weekly Shonen Jump, and then it was in ultra jump. Um, this is like a heavy metal dark fantasy, like manga. Okay. And it was, it was going, it's been going since the eighties and, uh, they're making a new anime with it. So that's really cool. I don't know if that means, you know, it's going to go up to the manga or maybe they're just doing this first arc or something, but this was like kind of the other, there was a lot of like fantasy, dark fantasy things that were popular in anime in the late eighties and early nineties due to like the blow up of D and D and stuff like that. So there was Berserk, there was bastard, there was legend of Crestania. There was record of Lotus war. There was flame of Rekka. There was a ton of good, like just fantasy. Oh, there were slayers. Obviously slayer didn't fucking say slayers. There was a ton of good, like fantasy, you know, um, Aquanite was another one, I believe. Um, but yeah, bastard was kind of like that, that heavy metal, like, you're supposed to, like, read it and, like, imagine heavy metal music playing while, like, you know, people are getting ganked and killed and shit. And they're making an anime, a new anime with it. And the main character is, like, this guy, long white hair, uh, silver fox, hot motherfucker. And he always has, like, this devious smile. And I forget his name. But I've never read it or seen, like, anything. I don't remember if they did an OVA of it back then. I do remember seeing the comic book a lot, like, going to the comic store to get Pokemon cards. I do remember seeing like Viz doing like the thing they did where they released it a chapter at a time by a comic book. Um, I remember seeing a couple of those. But yeah, I've never read it or seen anything with Bastard, so I'm excited to watch this. Uh, Nanoha creator Masuki Suzuki's Extreme Hearts anime summer debut. Uh, this is like an idol, another idol <laughs> sports kind of thing. Suzuki is best known for providing the original concept. Um, it's supposed to be like a multimedia thing, I believe. Uh, the main cast is like three girls and they each play a sport and have like an idle double life. The story is set in the future. Not long after present day, hypersports, which use extreme gear as support items have become popular hobby competitions among children and adults. Hiori Hayama is a high school singer who has nothing to do with hypersports, but a certain incident sets the story in motion. This is a story about how we met our greatest friends. Yeah, just uh, some idle, cute girl doing sports and shit. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 win. An- anime Win Taff Top Awards, Tokyo Anime Film Festival. Best Original Work and Screenplay, Hidekiano for Evangelion. Director Category, Hideki Anno for Evangelion. Animator Category, Akira Matsushima for Demon Slayer. Uh, also last year's winner in the same category. Background Coloring Visual Category, Yuichi for... Tarao for Demon Slayer. And Sound and Performance category, Yuki Kajura for Demon Slayer, and Goshina for Demon Slayer. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen won the Television category for Works, and Evangelion won for the Animated Film category as well. So that's very sweet. Uh, Zenryoko Usagi Comedy Manga about rabbit construction workers gets an anime. Isn't this a video game? I feel like this is based off of like a video game or something. But anyway, just look up Zenryoku Usagi. This is little bunny-faced Johnsons with little, like, hard hats with a plus symbol on the front. Construction workers and shit. That could be really cute. Uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. Anime English subtitle subtitle trailer shows Kotaro greeting a neighbor. This is a Netflix anime coming out. It's about this little kid. uh, The apartment comedy with laughs and tears. Manga centers on a four-year-old boy named Kotaro Sato who who moves next door to Shin Karino. An unsuccessful manga artist... Kotaro has no parents and lives alone. Not only does he seem to earn a living, he actually seems more put together than his own stranger neighbors. Uh, yeah, it's like this little four-year-old kid and he lives by himself. I have no idea. It's probably like a slice of life short kind of thing, but we'll see. Looks very interesting. I love the art style. Very unique. Um, Mad Kid and Chiai uh, Fujikawa perform theme songs for Rising of the Shield Hero 2. So yeah, if you're excited for Rising of the Shield Hero 2, There you go. That's coming out in spring. Uh, Chihayafuru manga ends with the 49th volume, Chihina Fina. So if you're reading the manga, it is ending in the 49th volume. The 48th volume was published on Thursday. The first 47 volumes will be available for free on Kodansha's magazine Pocket app from Thursday to Friday, which I believe was just this last week, so that's not free anymore. But, (laughs) you know, that's 49 volumes. That's something. That's pretty cool. She professed herself pupil of the wise man. Anime cast uh, Ari Ozawa as Mei Lin. Uh, yeah, this is like a, a VR MMO called Arc Earth Online, and there's like a Mei Lin character who's like a martial artist. There's also like a priest character, a big dark knight character. Looks really cool. There's a cat face Johnson wizard thing. Very cool. King of Fighters 15 game gets animated short by Masami Obari. Uh yeah, dude, famed animator director Masami Ohba. If you don't know who this is, they did. Um, they've done what have they done? Active Raid, 80 Police, really old stuff. Gao Gaigar, Brave Fighter, Sun Firebird. Uh, they've done a lot of the key animation for all of those and Cardfight Vanguard, Fist of the North Star, key animation, ton of stuff. So it was really cool that they were like, I'm gonna do this thing for King of Fighters 15, which is really cool. It's a very uh very short one minute, one and a half minute thing looks very cool. I used to love that. A lot of video games back then on the PlayStation Dreamcast, especially fighting game ones and a lot of Capcom games, they had anime openings or little anime shorts that wouldn't happen in the beginning of super cool. Um, fire force manga ends in two chapters. Woo. Skin spicy too spicy for the pepper. Um, this is really funny. And I know I'll never talk about like I'll never really talk about celebrity gossip that much, Um, you know what I mean. Uh, But it's really funny because in our Discord there's a there's a channel for news, and it's like oh Kim Kardashian's in the hentai now. Post that. That's like the channel description, you know. Um, So, of course, everyone knows about Kanye and Kim splitting up and getting divorced or whatever. We also all know that Kanye is a big fan of Akira. Um, apparently he's just been going on a tirade on social media saying Kim does all this. He's why is she doing this to me, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. And the other day he posted yesterday, Kim accused me of putting a hit out on her. So let me get this straight. I beg to go to my daughter's party and I'm accused of being on drugs. Then I go play with my son and I take my Akira graphic novels and I'm accused of stealing. Now I'm being accused of putting a hit on her. These ideas can actually get someone locked up. They play like that with black men's lives, whether it's getting them for free or getting them locked up. I'm not playing about my black children anymore. And honestly, like, it sucks because Kanye West has just, we've seen him go on, like, these really crazy rants, and a lot of people don't believe him. You know what I mean? Or not that, not that they don't believe him, but, like, are just like, they just like dismiss his feelings, and that's that's kind of crappy. And I'm definitely one of those people. Um, but I've seen something like this unfold before, with like the lead singer of As I Lay Dying. He he actually put a hit out on his wife because he thought he was never going to see his children again. And I'm not saying Kanye did that. I'm I'm highly I'm like hundred percent sure he didn't put out a hit hit on fucking Kim Kardashian. But, you know, when you play with a, when you play with a man's kids or a woman's kids or anyone's kids, it's just some people get crazy, you know. Um, also, those Akira graphic novels, they get reprinted often enough. But if Kanye has the ones I think he has, he's got like one of the OG sets of them. I mean, I would be mad, too. <laughs> like, if, I'm not going to get accused of stealing my own Akira manga back, you know. It's just, yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, anyways, I hope that ends amicably. Which it probably won't. <laughs> Eden Zero anime gets second season. Uh, yeah, it's pretty popular. I think you know. So yeah, pretty cool. Um, so Bandai Namco details restructuring of Sunrise and other IP production operations. Bandai Namco Holdings Inc. announced more details on Tuesday about the reorganization of its IP production unit. The umbrella company is combining its visual music production business and creation business into a new IP production unit on April 1st. As part of this project, Bandai Namco Holdings is combining Anime Studio Sunrise, Inc., the visual business operations of Bandai Namco Namco Arts, Inc., and Bandai Namco Rights Marketing, Inc. into the new company Bandai Namco Filmworks, Inc. According to Bandai Namco Holdings, Bandai Namco Filmworks, Inc. will have responsibility as the business management company in the IP production unit. Similarly, excuse me. Similarly, Bandai Namco Holdings is combining the music operations of Bandai Namco Arts, Bandai Namco Live Creative, and Sunrise Music to form the new company, Bandai Namco Music Live Inc. Well, it's kind of weird. I kind of get it, I think, because, like, Sunrise, you know, they're responsible for all the Gundam stuff, right? And who has rights over all the Gundam merchandise and other stuff that, you know, outside of that? Bandai Namco. You know what I mean? Like, if I go and pull out my all of my gun plot in my closet right now, you're going to see the side of the logo that says Bandai on it. Or Bluefin, which is a subsidiary merch company of Bandai. And then anime director Shinji Takamatsu discusses Sunrise Shuffling. Uh, Robihachi and Cute High Earth Defense Club anime franchise director Shinji Takamatsu discuss the recent reorganizing of Bandai Namco Holdings. IP production unit, including the animation studio Sunrise, in a series of tweets on Wednesday... Takamatsu reminisced about his time with the studio back in 83, just four years after the studio's industry changing release of Mobile Suit Gundam. It was a cozy company. It was as if a local small business had accidentally released a hit product, he wrote. He also stated that while he heard Sunrise was disappearing, he felt the company really started fading in 1994. My honest impression is that this has been coming for 25 years. That's when the old management suddenly sold their shares to Bandai and left. He said, according to Takamatsu, Gundam creator Yoshihika Tomino was not aware that this was happening at the time and felt that he was sold out by the old management team. The sale proceeded in secret during the production of V Gundam, he wrote. They sold out the entire Gundam franchise and left with a huge profit on the sales of shares. Tomino thought about killing the old management team, but never did it. It was after this point that Takamatsu felt that the sunrise style was barely maintained, despite help from company presidents Takeyuki Yoshi and Kenji Uchida, due to management being overtaken by staff from Bandai Namco. Uchida became president of Sunrise in 2008, succeeding Yoshi, who in turn became the studio's chairman and CEO. Takamatsu lamented that half of Sunrise was already split off because Bandai Namco Pictures in 2014 and robbed of its name, he added, the disappearance of Sunrise seems to have finally come. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... Nobody likes shady shit, you know? I mean, Sunrise hasn't given us a really crazy anime since... Well, actually, I wouldn't know. I have to look it up. But, I mean, like, Cowboy Bebop was in the 90s, right? But... I'd have to look at their catalog. Because I thought they recently gave us something really fucking cool. But I'm not. my mind is a blank right now. But, you know, that that is kind of weird. Because, obviously, you want that Sunrise taste when you watch a Sunrise show. Um, but then you have to think about how long have we... How long ago was it that we even really got that? You know what I mean? So who knows? Um, I hope this doesn't end up in everything becoming overproduced and just, you know, quantity over quality kind of thing. Which, you know, I really hope that doesn't happen. Bandai Namco obviously is a very big company and they're very rich. So hopefully they can make things happen. But we'll see. Only time will tell. Uh, this last thing, this is the last thing. It's pretty big. I think it's really cool. G Kids and Tubi enter content partnership deal. Um G Kids, they're the company who produces like anime films in America and things like that. Um, and then Tubi TV is like a free streaming service. It's literally free. You don't have to make an account, you just type it in, watch a movie. G Kids and streaming service Tubi announced on Friday that they are entering a content partnership deal. Tubi will begin streaming animated films for G Kids later this month, and it will stream additional titles later this year. G-Kids has licensed numerous anime, including Mirai, Neon Genesis Evangelion, Future Boy Conan, Belle, The Deer King, Fortune Favors, Lady Nakuko, and Lupin III, the first. The company also handles North American distribution for the Studio Ghibli library films, such as Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro, and Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that is really sweet, and I hope that TV keeps it free. Like, I hope they don't make some weird premium thing for that. I hope that those films come on there and you can just fucking watch them. And if that's the case, you know, I'm beyond to to be more often. But uh, that being said, that's all I got for tonight. I totally have been forgetting to say the date of when I do these. It's February thirteenth. It's Super. Bowl. I said in the beginning that it's a Super Bowl Sunday. Well, it doesn't matter. It's Monday to you right now. You're probably on your way to work and having a good time. And uh, oh, holy fuck! It's Valentine's Day today, you guys. <laughs> holy shit yeah no i totally forgot today is today is valentine's day it's also my anniversary so if you happen to see trisha hanging around on the discord if you're in the discord you know feel free to tell her happy anniversary and uh things like that um trisha's probably not listening to this she doesn't really listen to my newscast because she doesn't know what it what it is too much uh she's a different kind of nerd but if you're listening to this Uh, I'm sorry for everything I put you through in the last 13 years, and I love you very much. That being said, I love you guys too. Thank you for listening every week. And, uh, I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.